Welcome back to another episode of the Mind If I Crash podcast. I am your host, Tristan Taliano, and with me as always, Tommy Zarlinga. For the first time in a long time, he is on the camera shot, and not behind the camera, because we have the newest member to the team, Mr. Devin Goodrich, my amazing, hardworking cousin. He's going to be on the show here later. You guys are going to get to meet him, hear from him. Before we get into the episode, though, I want to let you know, guys, we have now made Mind If I Crash merch. It's going to be available for pre-order right now. The shirt you see me wearing going for $25. We have long sleeves for $28. Let me know what you guys want. Give me your sizes, and we will be getting those to you very, very soon. We got a lot to talk about from what's going on in the boxing world, UFC, and all the updates in our life. Let's get into today's episode. So, Mr. Tommy, you have a story for me, correct? Yeah. Let's, a, let's hear it. Don't, I don't want anybody going on my phone and checking my search history at all. <laughs> so I go on Google last night. Dude, I'm blowed out of my mind. I was chiefing because I haven't smoked all week. And uh, then I just randomly, I'm, I'm on Adult Swim and watching TV. And I think to myself, I'm like, wait, what's that fucking show? What's that show? I found out it's called Big Mouth, but I didn't know it at the time. Fire show. So I'm thinking of all the, the things that like, I remember seeing in the show, and, and I'm like, fuck, like, what is it called? And I'm like, let me Google it. It's like Sex Demon or Pheromone Demon or like, uh, what is it? What is it? So I start Googling, and I look up uh, Sexy Demon Influence <laughs> Human Decisions. And I hit search, and Pornhub pops up. This is my first option. And it says, crazy demon sex. Interested question mark? And I was like, that's not what I want to click on. And I'm afraid to let anybody go on my browsing history. Like, I had to change my passcodes. My girlfriend didn't go on my phone or anything. Did you click like, on it? No, I wasn't, man. I'm not trying to get no viruses. Brother, man, but, that is terrible. Uh, but I ended up finding out it's big mouth. Um and I was talking to my little brother, and I kept saying, I was like, what is this show called? What is this show called? It's about the demons with the big mouth. And my little brother's like, bruh, it's big mouth. And Shout like, out to oh, your brother, man. Yeah, I know. Shout yeah, out yeah. to your brother. We got to get him on the show sometime. We do have to. He's sexy. Looks like Stacy Peralta. Ugh. I'm fucking with the kid. He's good. Guys, we have so much to talk about. So let's just get up to par on where we've been lately. So much has changed. Just to give you guys some updates. One, I think that we're growing the team. Um, you know, now we have a shooter. We've got multiple people, a part of the Mindify Crash team. Um, if you guys are interested in editing, doing anything behind the scenes, 100% reach out to us. Let us know. You don't have to have experience. We just want to grow. We're going to start doing content, start making YouTube videos similar to the Happy Dad review, um, which was very fun. I, I think it. that it let us kind of put our guard down, yeah. act. It was, it was funny. If you guys haven't checked that out on the YouTube channel, Go peep that now. Um, we are going to be releasing some new segments, one of which will be called The Crash or Pass. Thank you, Max McCarty, for bringing that one up. Let's get into the boxing world. I do want to announce there is some huge news going on right now between Mr. Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. If you guys don't know Tommy Fury, that is Tyson Fury's kid brother. Tyson Fury fought last night, brought home a victory in the heavyweight world. Maybe one of the best fights of all time. Not of all time, but definitely in the heavyweight legacy. That solidifies his greatness. Yeah. I do want to talk about Jake Paul. Did you see the contract by chance? Mm -mm. So, if Tommy Fury wins, he gets an additional 500000 from Jake Paul's purse. So, Jake Paul immediately transfers within one day or 24 hours 500000 via wire transfer. Wow. But if Tommy loses... He has to legally change his name within 30 days of the bout to Tommy Fumbles. Uh, He's got to change his name. Uh, he must hold that name from 30, or no, not 30 days, for one year, one full year from the date of the change. Bro. So he has to go around as Tommy Fumbles legally. New ID, everything. The Paul brothers are trolls, dog. That is terrible. It's in the contract. Damn. So Jake posts a screenshot of the contract. I'll have that uploaded so you guys can see it. That's wild. I would be pissed. I would too. Like, I, that's not that's a that's a bad last name. That's like, terrible. You fumble everything. You fumble your your relationship, your marriage, your money, bitches. Fumble the bag too. You fumble everything. I mean, he. I don't think he will. Let's like be third real. Third running back. All you do is fumble, bro. I like, do want to get your opinion. Ezekiel Elliott last year. Wow. Fumbles Ohio State's finest, sir. Yes. What do you think about him making the most money he's ever made? Is a million dollars not enough for him to fight Jake Paul? Do you think that fight's worth more? Oh, uh, shit. For being broke? 
Hell yeah, that's worth it. <laughs> I don't got a million dollars. I'd fight for a million dollars. I don't even think he made close to that. I think maybe he made 600000 his last fight on the Jake Paul card. No, I, I would do it for a million. I would. I think it's the only thing that's right. I understand. Like, Jake Paul's probably going to walk around mm, anywhere from 12 to $20 million after that fight's over. Mm-hmm. But he's the draw there. You know, unless the UK stands behind Tommy in ways that we don't know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I want Tommy to win because I just I want Jake I want Jake to know what it's like to be at, on the you know on the bottom on the short end of the stick. To do this sport for real is a different ball game. Uh, we were watching the fight yesterday, and you realize that there is levels to this shit. Hundred oh, percent. You know. Hundred um, percent. Even just the fact of like when you watch Jake Paul, and we haven't even talked about that. We have not got to talk about the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight. No. It's been that long. Yeah. Um, you see that guys get gassed really quick. The amount of cardio it takes to put that much effort in, mm-hmm. um, and you're constantly on alert. Mentally, physically, you are drained. I just don't think Jake Paul has it in him to go against someone who's been doing this. No. For real. I, I, he's gotten hit hard, every person he's fought, and I feel like he's gotten hit, and he's realized, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in some deep shit. Right, right. So once he, he's going to face somebody who's not Tyron Woodley, he's going to face somebody who's a lot younger, who's been Full training gas for, tank. oh, ready to go. And he's got a million dollars on the line. He wants to win. He don't want the last name fumbles, dude. And no one wants that name. I put a name. knife in my pocket, and if I thought I was going to win, I'd be like, fuck that stick. <laughs> stick I'm not, my name ass. ain't going to be fumbles, bro. Listen, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. When's the, when's the fight? They just signed the contract, oh, so, so we have no idea wild. yet. Um, but we do have some big news going on in the UFC, guys. The fight card that's going to be coming up here soon is going to be a great one. We've got Rose Namunas fighting for the belt again. We've got uh, Kamaru Usman, who I don't really care for. I, listen, as a fighter, I respect him. He's yes. a great fighter. Uh, he's going to be fighting Colby Covington, who is 100% his fucking rival now. Yes. Um, yes. Those guys go at each other. Yep. So I'm excited to kind of see where that goes. Um, big predictions kind of coming out of that world. You got Justin Gaethje, uh, Michael Chandler, big, big events going on. On to the football side of things, though. So you're in five fantasy leagues? Five of them. It's like Why? Crack, bro. It's like I put every morning, I put my fantasy football in my crack pipe and I hit that bitch hard as fuck. And, and stay stressed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, five leagues. I'm getting my ass whooped right now by Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitt's going off right now. Going off right now. I need to know how you got into five fantasy leagues. How do you find time to manage that? Um, my days off. <laughs> I don't know. I just stay That's up late insane, and I just brother. go through things. I just research every player. I don't know. It gives me something to do. I'm not depressed this time of the year. I get like three, four months of happiness, and after that, my life is in shambles. Fair enough. Yeah, I hate it. I got Tyree Kill, though. I hope it goes well for you. It will. One other thing, guys, we're going to get right into the bullshit because I know you guys have missed it. We're kind of tiptoeing around the good stuff. Listen, we made an episode that never got aired, and Tommy and I, I think, maybe put some of the best shit together. Yeah. I want to run some of those segments back. That was great. First off being, would you ever fight a child? I actually was talking about this the other day. Who was I talking this to? No, so my girlfriend is, a, she's a, like a special ed teacher, mm-hmm. but more so like an interventionist kind of teacher. Um, and I'm not being offensive, but the kids that she uh, is dealing with aren't on really the, the high spectrum of gl- being globally delayed and needing a lot of help. These kids have a chance in the future, as long as they have enough intervention, where they can actually be on their own. And Maybe LD, learning so, disabled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, she was telling me there's this one kid. She comes home every day from school, and she's like, I am so exhausted. I'm like, they're just kids, bro. She's like, no, this is one kid. He's a new kid, and he punches me in the face all the time, and he bites on me and smacks my titties and shit. Jesus <laughs> and I'm like, Christ. first of all, don't nobody, Sorry, touch, <laughs> yeah, don't nobody touch my girl like that. That's my girl. I don't give a damn how old you are. Don't right. touch my girl. And then she tells you to get punched in the face, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the school, and I'm going to take my shoes off, get on my knees, and put my knees in my shoes so I look short. I'm shaving all my facial beard off, and I'm beating the shit said, out of I'm going to fuck this kid up. Yeah. I don't give a damn. You, you might have a learning disability, but you're going to learn today. <laughs> oh don't my touch God. my girlfriend. Jesus Christ. <laughs> don't, don't touch my girlfriend. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, but yes, I was yeah, you just, you just said that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're going to learn today. <laughs> Good shit. Listen, I would beat the shit out of a kid if I had to. I would fuck that kid up. Give me the right reason. And I'll tell you, few, very few times will I ever justify... <sighs> Oh my God! You said Putting, that so aggressively. I'll beat the shit. Out I, of I'm committed to it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to commit all the way. Um, my brother 
got into a situation. I'm not going to say which one. I'm not going to say names. My brother got into a situation where, like, he had, like, almost, like, reverse bullying happening to him. Where, like, a kid... It, listen, that doesn't matter. Um, he had a, a kid fucking around with him and had, like, the whole class against him. And I remember, like, being, like, probably 19 at the time. And I said, I'm going to fly back to Ohio and fuck this kid up. I truly considered coming back here to beat the shit out of this kid. And to beat the shit out of their parents, too, for raising such a shitty kid. Listen, they all can get it. Fuck your kid. They all can get it. And your future kids. I'm purposefully kicking the dad in the nuts. You can't have no more kids. Generational ass whoopings, you you feel me? you raise your kids so shitty. Oh, my God. So, yeah, if I had to... Oh, I totally I'm gonna fuck him up though. I it would. ain't gonna be no light ass whooping. I would. I'd get like track cleats on with the like the little spikes and just spark boot him right in the Damn. face. Damn. That's how I feel sometimes. Wow. It's okay. I don't run to daycare or anything. You don't gotta worry about dropping your kids off my house. I'm not a babysitter or none. Get some, Tommy. Get yeah. some. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, fuck kids. Fuck them kids. Summer's ending now. Where are you at with everything? Did you have a good summer? Did you get to play cornhole? Go. No, dude, I had a poopy summer all because of Romeo's Pizza, man. I'm always working the evening time when the sun's out, gun's out, and I'm fucking slinging pies. Bullshit, man. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next summer will be my summer for sure. You know, I'll be in the 27 club, not dead alive. No thanks to Romeo's. Man. But they're out the window. As you know, I got a new job. Absolutely. Monday Friday, get to spend time with my family when we got to get off work. I got weekends. Get you some good, good schedule. Oh, it's great. Uh, but, I mean, this summer wasn't bad. It could have been a lot better. I did miss out on a lot of fun shit. So, people who work second and third shift, I'm sorry. Kudos to you. But that's, life ain't for me. That's yeah. for damn sure. It is a rough grind. And I'll tell you, learning, like, for being in the hospitality industry, working in restaurants, you realize how much time you truly sacrifice yeah. around the ones you love, even in retail. You know, like, I know, what, 80, not 80 hours, but 60, 65 hours a week. And it's just, it's crazy the sacrifices you have to make. A lot. Kind of for another person, in a way. It's like, mm-hmm. you're not really seeing a, a whole lot of um, incentive. Right. For right, your right. for your sacrifices on time I'm and happy hours. I'm not doing that shit anymore, man. I'm 26 years old, bro. I'm not going to be working at a pizza shop forever. Come mm-hmm. on, man. It was like temporary. This episode from- is sponsored by Romeo's Pizza, though. Now available 12-inch stuffed crust pizzas. Call for delivery today. Back to what you were saying. Is that a joke? No, I set something up with your old GM. You better shut your mouth, <laughs> I'm dude. Kidding. I'm about to say, I'm dog, I'm calling him right now. Like, I quit. I'm kidding. Damn, that was I, my, I feel, I'm sweating. My armpits are dripping right now when you said that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tommy. What were you saying? I can't remember. I'm so distraught right that now. That fucked you up? Yeah, he threw a curveball at me. I'm not good at hitting curveballs. Brother, I'm Damn. sorry. I'm sorry. How was Listen, your summer, though? It was good. Well, I mean, I got a lot going on in my life, yeah. honestly. Yeah, you do. Uh, fuck you guys. I don't want to tell you anything. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot going on. I'm going through some uh, changes. Everything good. It's been that long. That's how long it's been since we've just addressed our since listeners as it is. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Apologize. Yeah, but definitely. This let's whole. just say we're, we're back on the bullshit. You feel me? I'm happy that we're not censored. You know, their podcast ain't censored anymore. Like where we have to like... Abide by, yeah, yeah, that's the other hard thing. When you got sponsorships and like you do, you do have to kind yeah. of follow a line. I'm, well, I'm, I'm talking about on the outside of sponsorships, like, yeah, uh, certain people definitely listening to us. What did you say? Were you talking about females on your show? Oh my gosh, like, what the fuck is your problem? You have a girlfriend, no, no, Mo, oh, damn, Tommy, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. I'm sweating now, I'm scared. <laughs> Get you guys could only see who's in the studio with us right now. Oh my god! So guys, oh. we're gonna we're gonna just get into this segment because I am running on dry air right now. Uh, so we're gonna introduce Devin. We're all gonna run through the newest segment of Mind If I Crash, Crash or Pass. Let's get into it. And we are back after a quick break. And as you see, there are now three. Unironically, that was rhyming with me. My cousin, Devin Goodrich, the man behind the camera. You're going to start seeing him on the show a lot more. He's joining the Mind If I Crash team. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you now have your company established in the photography world. Tell me a little bit about you. What is up, Mind If I Crash fan people? Uh, Tristan said my name is Devin. 
I'm 26, young entrepreneur, work in sales, uh, really open to anything, just making the world a better place, love sports, traveling, all that corny stuff. Yep. You know. Quick trip to Miami. How do Quick you feel about Miami. girls? Girls? Wonderful. Yeah. Love okay. them. You insinuating something here, Tommy? No, I just, I'm, we're learning about him. Do we have a problem? No, not at all. I'm making sure. Not at all. We will fuck you up. All right, bro. All right, fine. (laughs) Guys, we're going to get into another segment that we're going to be starting here. It's going to be called the Crash or Pass segment. This is an idea from my good friend, Max McCarty. Shout out to you, man. Thinking of you. We love you. This segment is going to be something where we review something that fans submit every week. Uh, This week is going to be terrible first date stories. We're going to review these. They will remain absolutely anonymous. It's not my intention to expose your information. And I appreciate all you guys for sending this information in. It makes the episode so much more interactive. It gives us a way to interact with you guys without you even being here. Let us know if you guys want us to start a call line where you guys can call in, leave messages, do all that stuff. Even submit videos if you want to. The Crasher Packs segment, like I said, will be doing awkward first date stories. And the three of us, gentlemen, we are going to decide if we're going to crash and give them a second chance or if we're going to pass on the opportunity. So I'll read through some of these awkward first date stories. You guys let me know. Hey, I'll do another chance or absolutely not. Not doing it. Shorty got no chance, all right? Got no motherfucking chance. Let's get into it. All right, so I'm going to hold this for a sec. You know, you're going to have so much knowledge on people, bro. Absolutely. I mean, hey, it, it, does, it does give me, it gives me good <laughs> info. All right, so the first one, right? Um, this wasn't sent to me. This was sent to someone else on a reply. Thank you. I hope your show's doing well. <laughs> This, uh, this fan says, went out to the bar, went back to her place. She pulled out a onesie and wore that motherfucker the rest of the night. Had to, give, had to have one of the homies get me up out of there. Crying, laughing emoji. I don't understand if he means a onesie pajama set. Like a zip up? I could understand if it was uh, like a leather onesie. Um... Maybe even like a strap on or something, but a le- I mean, unless it's a leather onesie, I'm I'm gonna give Shorty the second date, and I'm not leaving the house. Um, I don't know, man. Like, if it's a zip up, then I might have to pass. But if she's got a dump truck on her, then I might have to give her a second chance. What about when the ass lets down and you can get easy access in there? Oh, like the little door? Yeah, oh, the door shit, piece, man. Oh, smash for sure. Give her. We'll give her a second chance. It's a crash, Tommy. No, I'm saying, well, if the door comes down, you got to smash, okay? If the door comes down, you have to smash. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm stuck in the middle because it I It depends know. on the context. Like, why is she just going to get comfortable? Is she yeah, like... Yeah, like, what is this? Is this a move she, she makes? Is, yeah. You know she thought she was going to pop out on that motherfucker fresh as a motherfucker, boy. Like, is it tight on her? Is it loose? Can you see her shape? Was she expecting, or? like, a lingerie reaction? Like, damn, girl. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Ma. I, I ain't finna cap. Ass is fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her a second chance. What do you sure. think, D? Crash. I don't know, man. I'm going to have to pass. I got to get up out of there. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Steal her food stamps card. <laughs> <laughs> guys, there you have it. We're, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm staying. You guys are getting up out no, of no, there. No, I'm staying. I'm staying. All right. Fair I'm enough. Yeah. You're going to oh, smash and, and not pass. Yeah. No. Fair enough. All right. This is where we start to get into some of the good stuff, guys. This, this uh, viewer writes in, I went on a, on a date with a girl uh, with a Colorado Avalanche ice girl, so I'm guessing a hockey cheerleader, pretty much, um, who found out it was my birthday, so she told me she wanted to take me out. She ordered the most expensive meal on the menu, including multiple drinks that were $15 a piece. She looked nothing like her picture and con- continued to tell me all about the hockey players she slept with while she was an Avalanche girl, and then asked me to pay the bill and she'd buy me a drink at the next bar. I told, I told her, no, that I'd pay half, and then I took her home and never talked to her again. Pass. 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 I am passing on that. Pass. First off, where do you get off on the idea that you're going to sell yourself as hooking up with... Listen, Smart. hockey players are the hillbillies of athletes. Let's be realistic here. Hockey puck, hockey fuck. I'm not lying. 
Listen, Wait, it's a fact. Wait, what did you just say? They're the hillbillies of fucking Max McCarty. You're they, my guy. You're not a hillbilly, are. but I'm saying compared to, let's say, basketball, those are the fucking roughest dudes yeah. there are outside of cage fighters. That's the only sport where motherfuckers rock a mullet. That fact. You know? We got to change that. Well, I guess now it's so common. You got baseball. Yeah, it's too late. I said it. Listen. Fuck you, you hillbilly motherfuckers. Yeah, pass. I'm no. passing. You can and I'm passing them. on the avalanche, girl. Yeah. I don't care what your job is. Yeah. You, you better pay that bill, shorty. You better keep shoving hockey pucks in your hoo-ha. You better clear up that bro. You better clear up that, that tab, baby. Get a golden. What you think, Gabe? Oh, I'm out on that, bro. All right. I've been on plenty of those kind I of got first a butter days. face. It's terrible. Her mother loves her face. Terrible. We passing on you, shorty. I hope you're doing well, though. I'm thinking of you. He should have claimed that bill on his taxes. That way he could have got money back. He don't own the fucking Colorado Avalanche. Who knows? Damn, bro. Can you do that? Can you just be like a, a dater and claim it on your tab? I don't know, but I saw a tweet the other day. You could claim it probably as a business, a business dinner. <laughs> I, I know people do that. Do. I saw a tweet the other day. Uh, my buddy Aaron was like, yo, dog, can I claim $20 uh, on my taxes? Uh, oh, my God. Shorty that owes me money for a donation. Oh, he was I kidding. That's I fire. He was serious. I don't know. I got to look into it. I'm going to call my tax. Small boy write-offs. Fuck it. Pass. Here we go. Let's see how this one works. I think it's going to be a split, uh, split decision based on Tommy's specific skill set. Oh but <laughs> I went on a date with a deaf guy, but he didn't tell me he was deaf. And the date was at an air show. He couldn't hear me the entire time. What would you guys say on that? So you get picked up. You realize that he didn't mention he was deaf. I've, I've done some di a little bit of a deep dive on this story, right? I needed to unpack it um, and see where we were at. So I'll give you guys the full scoop. Meet on some sort of a dating app. No idea the guy's deaf. Sets up the date, gets picked up. Oh, no, drives to this motherfucker because he doesn't want to drive and pick him up. And then um, they get together, realizes he's deaf, sees the hearing aid, whole time cannot understand the way he's talking he's talking a little bit fucked up then they get to the air show and she said she is screaming and the dude just keeps going huh <laughs> huh went out to eat went out to eat and the vibes were still off listen dude was correct my guy cracked i'm gonna pass on that listen if you're I get it, you know. Some people are like, oh, it's not a disability. It's just, you know. Some people, you know, there's like a weird movement on some of that shit. Bro, Listen, you can't hear. But I do shit. think that you need to disclose that information before you go on a one-on-one -on -one date. In the bio? No. It's got to be in the bio, He didn't have like bro. a video of him like signing. He like, probably, oh, had, he probably had this emoji. And you just thought he was throwing up gang signs or something. Or he had this, which means I think I love you. Yeah. Right? He probably threw up like, LOL, like... <laughs> <laughs> got him oh man <laughs> i don't want to be that guy but you know already got set up on that one. Oh yeah can you imagine like clapping a deaf person and they don't <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's another clip right there oh, jesus what are you doing on that one you know how to sign i will Answer. pass oh there we go passing he can sign he's yeah, a, he, yeah. even yeah. though you could still communicate with him yeah Maybe because they—he's a boy, one. first of all. Well, no, in, in yeah, this I, case, I, right. in the... no, I'm still passing. All right. Yeah, I don't want my kids coming out deaf. I don't know, man. Working in sales, you learn a weird way to communicate with people. I might have to see that one through. <laughs> Gots to see it through, my Gots boy. To see Give it through. Some. Let's get it. Gots to see it through, my boy. But the second date with the Netflix and chill, I ain't finna do all Netflix that, baby. Netflix and closed caption. You mean? Right. On to the next one. <laughs> To guys to see it through, to to see it through my boy. His I need to get that as a soundbite. All right, here we oh, go. No, no. This is <laughs> oh no no no. This is another one. This is a pretty good one in uh, relation to the last submission. This one states: I was on Tinder and met a girl. Her bio said, "I like to live on the wild side." I should have known that. I'm reading this. It was typed so well. I drove 45 minutes to her house, and she tells me to park across the street. And she will be out in a minute. I see a state trooper walk out of the house. And two minutes later, she walks out to get me. I walk in the house. And there's Blue Lives Matter everywhere. I ask about the trooper who just walked out. Dot, dot, dot. Turns out it's her husband. I thought about leaving, but had to see it through. Oh. Crying, laughing emoji. First off, I ain't going to cap. Savage. Yeah. Absolute savage. Still beat that butt. 
So I, on this this was a a dude that matched with the woman whose husband was the state trooper, right? I don't want to give too much information, but yes, yes, okay. there was yeah. I'm out though. Military, public service, I'm out. Old boy gonna be shooting. I'm out. What you doing? Crashing. Fuck the police. You doing like, it? <laughs> yeah. You, you gonna do it? Got, yeah, they probably got hella handcuffs. Tiny You're a oh my Man. god. <laughs> Tommy, you're coming with it today, dude. Dog. You're on fire. That's how I live my life. I love it. I love it. I um, I'm gonna see that one through. I'm yeah. gonna see that one through. Curious. Curious. Just so you know, if you're watching this and you submitted this, one, I love you so so much. And I'm sorry. And you're a savage. I really do. I love you. Uh, on to the next submission. Someone you guys all know, but I'm not going to give you the name. That's how we're doing things. Mm. This is a little bit of a longer one, guys. Says, okay, so I was 16 and our first date was Olive Garden. We worked together and we were friends for a while. I had my best friend and her BF at, at the time come to Olive Garden and pretend we just randomly saw each other out there to make sure the date was going okay. She came to the table to say... She, she, hold on, what? She came to the table to say hi, and he literally asked her to go back to her table. He was being so rude and kept asking her why she was still talking and if she could just let us have a date. I was so embarrassed and so angry at him, and we were dead silent on the drive home because I dogged him. He then dropped me off at the house with my friends, and he hit me with his car and literally made eye contact with me while it happened and didn't bother acting like it was an accident. Like, how are you about to hit me with your car because our date went south? There's more. I even screamed, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he just stared at me in the driveway. He texted me 20 minutes later saying he really liked the way our date went, but our best friend ruined it. Like, bruh, did you forget you just committed a hit and run while making direct eye contact? This was my first date. But my ex in high school moved on and found a new girl, and I was so psycho, I made my bestie act like, I can't believe I just said bestie, act like he was super interested in her and take her out. All right, that is a totally different thing. Sorry, guys. Hit and run. Crash or pass? A shorty. She already crashed, bro. A shorty hit you. Fuck Fact, no. she, she for real crashed. She crashed hard as shit. I'm passing that shit. You might get your ass whooped, too. I ain't, I ain't going to see that one through, my guy. No. I'm passing. Pass. No. I'm not going to let you ruin another date for me. Can I you like imagine you. getting fucking clapped by a car, though? Dog. I have you got to really fuck up a date. Yeah. Is Shorty fucked up, though, for having her friend pose as a... Girls are fucking crazy. Yeah, y'all are crazy, bro. Jesus. We take five-minute showers. Like, y'all are wild. It depends on what we have to do in the shower, but yeah, most of the time, yes. Sometimes I shave in the shower. My monkey's trained. I'm good. You guys ready for this one? This is by far my favorite story of all time. All right. This is amazing. All right. ready for this? I met a girl at a bar in Arizona and quit drinking so I could have a clear head and game on her. Super cool, super cool girl. Everything was normal until we left the bar together and went back to, in quotations, her place. She lived in Mesa in a two-bedroom apartment with 11 other girls. Two-bedroom, 11 women. Turns out they are all unemployed and do church missions all over the world. Nothing too bad yet. They were all just a little bit different from normal people, though. Just in conversation. They had a house mom who lived there and controlled who left and who came. Didn't think anything of it. Just like, damn. Like, they live like rats. I had to sneak out of the bathroom window with two girls to be able to hang out and talk about what we wanted to. They weren't able to talk about specific things in the house. Again, didn't think it was weird because the house mom wouldn't let me talk about certain things and hang with certain types of people, anyone of color. They, and just to say, Arizona is a very, very diverse state. Especially, I mean, that's, that's insane. Uh, they talked about their Bible, and that's on, the only conversation I heard before I dipped out the window with two girls. I ended up banging both girls in the back of a Kia Rio and really got a good laugh that I had a threesome with these church girls. It wasn't until about six months later I found out they weren't church girls. They were actually a part of a secret cult. I knew it. I blocked both of them and won't go back to that bar. I knew it. 
That's that crazy. is so fucking. That's so Bro, good. You would have died. You almost died. I think they were trying to recruit him. I not think. I know they were trying to recruit him. He probably like what like house daddy. No, no. I, I'm assuming there's a, a equivalent of men of the same religion. Oh, or eleven women, they all get fucked by the one dude. It's some Charlie Manson shit, dude. Oh, dude. There's... I'm passing. I'm not ready to die. No, dude. I would have called the cops. Did you call the cops? No. You should have. They got arrested. He That's how he through, found out. My boy. They got arrested. Yeah. He cracked these hoes in the back of a Kia Rio. That's savage. Do you know how small a That's Kia Rio a small is? Car. Dude, you got no movement. <laughs> that is leverage, my G. I, I, I it couldn't be me. I don't no, even think dude. my fucking big ass could fit in the back of a Kia Rio. I'm passing. Oh my god. It's a pass. Them church girls are freaks though, so that one that was the best. That, that was wild. That one killed me. I can't believe he's gonna have that for the rest of his life. Thank like, you for submitting that to me. Yeah. That must have been hard. I'm keeping you anonymous, but I love you, sir. <laughs> On to another one. This one's good. This man good, good friend of mine. Not from the area, though, um, so don't want you guys to think this I'm is a local for a story. story from like somebody that I might know. I mean, I'll yeah, that's okay. Give me the nod. So I met this little shorty on Tinder. We talked for a couple months before we ever hung out. Everything was cool, solid, really clicked. She ends up coming over to my crib. We chill for a couple hours, watching podcasts and shows and shit. Maybe the Joe Rogan experience. I went ahead and pulled my move. Everything was Gucci. We started making out. One thing leads to another. So, you know, I asked this bitch to give me head. She looks at me dead in the eyes and said, I'm not very good. I've never done this. Mind you, I've asked her her age three times. And when we were talking, she said she was 21. I was 23 at the time. So I tried it. It was ass. <laughs> Is he saying he tried ass? I don't know. Fast forward. I'm about to make a home run. She took a weird-ass deep breath, getting ready for the pipe. I jokingly said, what are you, a virgin? She replies, yes. My mouth dropped. Immediately, ask her to see her ID. Imagine that. Pants off, dick hard. You said, ID, please. She said, what is this? What is this, the club? Whoa, oh, my gosh. Checks out. Um, let's see. <laughs> Everything checked out. So, we fuck. It's cool, whatever. Never popped a cherry before. Shit was lit. <laughs> we fuck, cool, pass out. Next morning, I woke up to this bitch staring into my soul three inches away with the creepiest smile. She says, good morning, handsome. I jumped up and like freaked out and said to myself, I need to get this bitch to leave now. She was supposed to stay all weekend. But I thought fast on my feet and pretended my dad called and said my grandma was in the hospital and I needed to go now. So, this chick drove me to the hospital, waited to watch me go in. I went in, flirted with the front desk lady, saw her pull off, immediately jumped on a lime scooter, and <laughs> scooted <laughs> home like a nine-mile scooter ride. Dude. Oh, my God. Brother. Damn. I was just in a situation like this this week. <laughs> with a virgin? He said no, boys no, up, not, calves like, in one. Listen, I went on this date with this girl. Uh-huh. Bad date stories by me. We can have, make a whole episode about this. Sweet. So we went to this taco place in, in uh, Strongsville. I'm not <laughs> going to get too detailed here. <laughs> I told my boys I was going on this date earlier in the day. And I said, if I need to get out of there, I'm going to text you. Do it. Do it. Just send me a text. Call me. You need me for anything. Whatever. I'm sitting there on this date. I text my boy, Jake. I'm like, do it. Two minutes goes by. He didn't answer. I'm like, do it. Please. Just do it. He calls me. He goes, hey, man. Uh, I'm not going to say names. Uh, the wife, her car broke down. I need you to go get her. I got the kids. I can't get them in the car seats and go get her. I'm like, you don't got AAA, bro? <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I got it. So I look over at this girl. I'm like, yeah. My buddy's wife's car broke down. I have to get up out of here. She's like, oh, I could go way. with you. I'm like, nah. This is a solo mission. I got to go do this, and then I got to run down there to grab that. Going to have to reschedule. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sad. This happens to me I'm more not. than you think. Really? Wait, it, it's terrible, man. Why? Online dating is what hard, What happened? Bro. What, was, what was so bad that you needed to get up out of there, though? What was wrong with her? Just give little me, give mannerism. Some... You could tell it wasn't meant. She I'm not going to get too table. detailed on air, but like there were some things that were said. 
that should not be said on a first date. Fair enough. Like marriage? Previous experiences, mental health kind of things, things Damn. like that. You're about to get killed, dog. Dude, uh, I don't think, but. Just things I don't want to be a part of. She would have killed you. She <laughs> Let's hear this. Shit happens. Oh, my God. Right. Sometimes you just got to get out. Pass. That was it? I thought you said there was more to it. No, not not that I'm talking about on there. Oh, she D. Comes on the timeline, she will kill you. Lil D. Right. Lil D. Damn, bro. <laughs> hey, Shorty, if you're seeing this, though, hit us up. You can come on the show. Give us your side of the story. You feel me? <laughs> Ooh, say off. less. He's going to call off. He's like, oh, I can't make it today. <laughs> he said, yeah. yeah. I got to go. Uh, <laughs> Chief called. Pick this up my it. boy's wife. <laughs> bro, I am. I'm passing on both. Hell First yeah, off, don't be creepy. Don't be creepy on the first date. Second off, homeboy, you shouldn't have smashed. The, the second she said she was a virgin, you should have got yeah. up out the situation. Yeah. You got a clinger, stage five clinger. Not even, right? yeah, that and, bro, go take her ass to a little movie, man. Go take her a little ass somewhere. Have and then a dome in the movie theater. That's not even, did. bro. I ain't even pushing all that. You got a virgin, you got, you got too much going on. That's too much. They fall in love. Bro, she's about to get turned out. I ain't doing all that. I'm passing. I'm passing on both, to be honest. Yeah. First off, bruh, AAA, nice touch, but damn. You, put, you know it, you put dude bro, on the spot. I was trying to make it sound convincing. We're going to be right back, guys. What Welcome back, guys. So, I'm glad to have you here. And? Glad to have a chair now. <laughs> yeah. Tommy had to leave. He had something he had to do, but that's okay. That's the power of having a team now on with us here at Mind If I Crash. So, first date stories, I will say you caught me off guard with yours. Listen, man, I could find a first date story to relate to almost any subject. That's and a lot of dates, my guy. Not good ones. <laughs> That's the thing. I will Single say, <laughs> hit him up, please. <laughs> nah, it's all good. I got other things to focus on. Yeah, that's a fact. And uh, I will say, one thing I truly hate, the post-nut syndrome. The after-sex icky. Oh, you just be sitting there thinking about your whole life flashes through your eyes? Yeah, kind of like, it? yo, I'm going to have to get up out this situation. Right. That's usually where I think most of those stories stem from. Right. People, I don't know, they tend to do things. Let me ask you, you ever experienced anything like that? Oh, almost every time. Every time? Yeah. Because nine out of ten times, I'm not going back to my place. You don't shit where you sleep. Fact. You need to get out of a situation. That situation come come back. Every time. You don't want that. Every fucking time. You don't want that. For me, I realized as a kid, right? I used to, I was a horny little bastard as a child, right? Um, I would think that I had fallen in love with some chick on the TV, something happened i said yeah i'm not really in love it's just feelings getting the best of me um to really wrap it up though on driving that point home and i've said this twice on the show uh i cried when i lost my virginity do you have you ever heard this story no i haven't uh terrible experience i <laughs> actually i might have go ahead though go ahead was at a party um Ask my friend. I, so I'm at this party. I get into this room. Uh, mind you, there's two girls in the, in the bed. It sounds cool in theory. It was not. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I go and knock on this door. I ask my friend, hey, do you have a condom? He doesn't go into a drawer. He goes into his pocket. This cocksucker had a condom just in his pocket. Just like right, right pocket. Where Dude, you keep your wasted like no time. It was just like boom, boom. Handed it. Looking back, maybe he was just being a homie and new and just was like prepared, but it was a little weird. I didn't know how to use one. I go like he got a little unlucky that night. Fact. Then. That's if a fact. He was giving his away. Yeah. We, uh, I go into the bathroom. I realize I don't know how to use one of these things. So I'm looking for instructions on this tiny little packet. Can't find them. Open it up. Get the feel for it. Right. It's so slippery. Slips in the sink. I said, fuck. So I need to talk myself through this situation. I put it on in the bathroom, put my pants back on. Right? <laughs> Go in the room, take my pants off. It's still on. Obviously, it's still on. Do my thing, keep it on, put my pants back on. Do my thing in a record time, honestly. 15 seconds, possibly less. I'm not sure. There's a girl on the same bed as us acting like she's asleep. You know, there's no way in hell this woman's sleeping. 
So on my way out, I slap her on the booty. Boom. Not the girl, the other one. Going to the bathroom. I realize my life is in shambles. I have this nasty fucking thing on. Don't know how to take it off, right? I'm just pulling at the end, and it, it hurts, honestly. So I said, I need to get in the shower. So I get in the shower <laughs> with this fucking thing party. on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> get in the shower. Right. This is back right. like before iPhones. You had an iHome with your iPod. Right. There was an iPod that was always in this bathroom. Found the fucking saddest song. Not saddest, but like, you know, Chris Brown, Neo, Usher. Turn that little bitch on, and I sit in the shower and cry. The smell of latex, and the smell of the deeds, Regret. everything had me so fucked up. I'm in the shower crying. I finally get this thing off, and I just sit there. Just imagine a Close defeated deed. Close to No, 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 no. Damn. No. That would have made the story. It would have been a lot better, yeah. Um, I was crying for multiple reasons. I didn't enjoy the experience. I thought I was too young, and I th honestly, I thought I was uh, homosexual. I thought that because I didn't enjoy that, that there was a good chance that I was going to be gay. Sorry, I don't read the last. Nothing wrong with it, but I just did not see my life going that way. And so I battle through it, right? I get myself together. I get out of the shower, put my fucking clothes back on. Turn off the music, go out. Not even 30 minutes later, we're watching a movie. I see some titty on the screen. I'm hard as a rock. I said, all right, guys, I'm not gay, but... It would be okay if you were. It would be okay if I was. It would be okay if you were. I learned then, though, that post-nut syndrome will fuck your head up. Gotta be careful. It'll take you to some dark places if you let it. Absolutely. You gotta work through that shit. Yes, you do. But on the health and wellness side, something I've learned from someone that I hold dear to my heart is the more partners you have, not even the more partners, anyone that you, and tell me what you think about this, anyone that you have a sexual interaction with your, your body's bond in a way that will never be able to be broken, For right? Sure. Um, it is now part of you and you are part of them. Either it's a small way yeah. or a major way, it's Absolutely. always going to be there. Um, that can put into perspective how you approach your sex life. You know what I mean? It can. It, if you um, take a step back and you're more uh, conscious of the, the monsters you're creating. Correct. And the impact that you're leaving on that person, you know? Yeah. Uh, wh where do you, where do you stand on that? Do you think it's something where, um, you take into consideration every time or no, not really like present day. Yes. Back uh, then. Hell no. A little bit more during my reckless days. Not as much. I could say, I could I've say I've taken a step back over the, the last couple years here mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm more conscious of, uh, some things more than others. Right. But, uh. Definitely. I'm mindful of who I'm leaving impacts on now. I don't want to go around breaking hearts. Yeah, and you don't, you don't want to be put in a situation where you're feeling some type of way. Right, because you'll try to fill voids with yep. you know, women or sexual interactions, whatever it is. And that's just as toxic as Absolutely. alcohol or substance yeah, abuse. Yeah, because you know? You know, when you're all alone after work, sitting on the couch, lights are off, TV's off, you're just sitting there with your own thoughts in your mind. It can be damaging. I think that is the reason people chase the, um, the rush of whatever their, their release right. is. When that rush is gone, what do you have? <clears throat> and and uh, you have to get comfortable with sitting with those thoughts. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's where For the longest time, comes. I wasn't. Yeah, and I, I try I to stay say, busy. I mean, I, I'm, I think it's fair to say that you weren't comfort comfortable with some of those thoughts at one point, too. Absolutely. And absolutely. We both came a long way. Yeah. Proud of you, kid. I love you. Love you, too, bro. <laughs> that was a bro moment. Sponsored by Mind If I Crash. Hey. You watched the fight last night, correct? I watched the fight last night. What were your thoughts going into the fight? Well, first of all, when the main event rolled around, I was tired. I was dozing off. I was yeah. ready to go to bed. They took like an hour to get the fight on. Anyways, leading up to the fight, you see little cutscenes of Fury or Wilder in the, in the dressing rooms, and you could just tell Fury was like... He was feeling himself. He was in the bag. All night long. In the bag. Bro. All night long. He I'm came out it. loose. He, man, I wanted Fury. I don't know why. I just like the big, uh, what is it, United Kingdom dude. Mm -hmm. He's just, that's the a Gypsy King. Big fucker. He is big. 6'9, huge reach. What, was he, what did they say? 277? 277. Walk, walk around weight is the 300s. Um, cardio, insane. You know, Ridiculous. his dad being a 
very, very big figure in the boxing world. Um, you know, I found out last night he was named after Mike Tyson. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. It was one of the stats they showed on the screen. Um, literally wrestling from uh, as a baby, or not wrestling, but boxing, boxing as a baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, being truly brought up in the sport of boxing and combat sports, y- you do probably look at it a lot different. Now, I think people are always taken back by, when you look at these two guys on the screen, you would think it was a charity event fight. You'd right. be like, what is this? And Tyson isn't the most appealing person. He doesn't look on like the a ice. fighter, let's be honest. He doesn't. He does not at all. And that's where you learn with guys like him and Andy the Destroyer, where that doesn't mean a whole lot. It doesn't. Heavyweights are heavyweights for a reason. Those are the baddest men on the planet. It is. I was, I was happy with the fight on both sides. I think they both oh, it was a great fight. let it all out. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see where he goes. Now, let me ask you this, a little side note. The heavyweight weight division... Is what, 201 and above? 201 and above. Do you think they need to make Cap another it. division? There, so there's, a, there's super heavyweight in some divisions where I think that is like 250 and above. Okay. Which is, I mean, those are big, big guys. Because if you look at last night's Tale of the Tape, you have Fury 277, Wilder, what was it, 238 or yeah. something like yeah. that? There's a 40-pound fucking That's... difference. That's ridiculous. That's insane. That's crazy. And you saw him utilize that. Kept yeah. getting in the clinch and going under and putting Absolutely. that weight on him. I mean, that will tire you out. 100%. And I understand where both of them were at. I mean, oh, on Tyson's yeah. part, amazing, amazing strategy. Yeah. Dante, tired. It makes sense to want to bend down. Your body tells you, especially oh, yeah. in those moments. You're just eat one. crouch down. And he did. Uh-huh. He did. I will say something didn't look right with Dante from the start. I know his gloves didn't check out, and that's why he had to come out with those Everlast black gloves. Right. But he kept adjusting, and I know that can fuck with the fighter. I think something might have been wrong with his wrist, too. You think he fucked his wrist wrist up? He kept throwing open-hand shots. Yeah. Um, It is sad because I feel like for Dante, Dante, it's almost the end of an era. If you know that you cannot claim the WBC, where do you go from there? You still got fights you can make, super fights. Go fight Andy the Destroyer, oh, Anthony great, Joshua. Yeah. Anthony Joshua just lost. Uh, maybe him and Wilder would be a great matchup. That's another money grabber. That's huge. That's a I'd huge watch fight. I'd watch that one too. I'm not even a big boxing guy. I'd watch that. This year for boxing has truly brought me back into the sport. I will say with Andy being back, AJ, Mike Tyson coming back, Mikey. changed me. I've never been, I mean, we've never been old enough to be able to watch Mike Tyson fight live i've seen those highlights though oh my god i mean i used to spend hours as a kid just watching him train on old youtube videos and to see him in person and see he still got it it like filled the the childhood dream of mine of being able to watch him fight mike tyson is that dude he is that dude i want to get a mike tyson tattoo like a like a good portrait but i want a mike tyson tattoo young mike tyson not the face not the face tat i want the fucking with the hair yeah absolutely Savage, uh, when you think of American icons, he will go down in history as one of the biggest. Even though he, on a less serious note with Mike Tyson, the, one of my favorite videos from him, post-fight interview, my back is broken. <laughs> what do you mean, Mike? Spinal. <laughs> and I'm just dude, dying. He That's quit that my, fight, too. Dude, I know. He, that, that was like the end of him. And he's just dead serious, too. <laughs> it's spinal. I forgot about world. that interview. Yeah. I love the one. I might have to clip that in there. I, yes. I love the one where he's talking to that reporter before the fight. And he said, what'd you say to me? He said, I'll fuck you till you love me. I said, damn, Mike. Damn. Damn, bro. He just didn't care ever. He doesn't care. But I when you are a warrior. watching Mike Tyson on YouTube. That's a he's fact. He's just such an interesting dude outside of the ring, too. I love Mike Tyson. It's just entertaining. Great podcast, by the way. Hot Boxing with Hot Mike. Hot Boxing, yeah. That's a fire, fire show. Um, but yeah, you, like you look at Muhammad, you look at Mike Tyson. The guys who will be remembered forever outside of, you know, your Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, are the heavyweights. Absolutely. Those dudes solidified the game. They really changed the game. And to see two of the best go at it for the third time and put it all out there on both sides. I mean, dude, he put Tyson down twice in the same round. I think if he was going to capitalize, he needed to that round. 
and yeah. he just didn't have enough time. Right, right. You know, that second knockdown, 10 seconds left, you don't have much time. They were both on their wobbly legs at one point. Absolutely. And you can't get saved by the bell. It's just a lot, you know. It's it's right. a lot to, to go on. Um, but Tyson came out on top, and I, I've learned to not bet against Tyson. No. Every time I do, I get let down. The motherfucker don't miss. Dude, he's got stone hands. Bricks for hands. That's a fact. That is a fucking fact. Scary, dude. That long left jab, bro. Mm -hmm. He was keeping him at bay, too. Every time. Great night. Great night of fights. The fight before was even good as well. I think we enjoyed that one. Those guys went hard. Um, You follow the UFC? Slightly here and there. Yeah. Yeah. This new one coming up is going to be good. I think we'll cover that probably on the next few episodes. We'll start doing that. Um, Guys, before we get done today, I do want to say, courtesy of Angelina, we are sponsoring this episode. Well, not sponsoring, but we've got the Basil Hayden. Um, I was gifted this on my 21st birthday. Yeah. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Beautiful bottle. Um, She purchased this without knowing. And that just shows where, where we stand. Um, if you guys haven't tried that, I definitely suggest it. The drink of the week I'm going to suggest is going to be the Kentucky Mule. It's my go-to. It's going to be two shots, whiskey, a can of ginger beer, your choice, and one orange slice. Get that Kentucky Mule glass, Sounds fire. Solid. It's on top. That one reigns supreme. Might have to uh, tap into that for the Browns game this afternoon. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact. You got anything else you want to say? That's all I got right now. Next week, we're going to be back strong. Yeah. Um, Tell some stories from childhood. Absolutely. We got a lot to unpack on that side. We have so much that we can talk about. Um, I'm glad to have you on the team. I think that we're going to really be able to kind of take this to a new level. I think it'll be cool to see where things go. Absolutely. Guys, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Available on all platforms. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Everything helps. The Mind If I Crash t-shirts now available for pre-order. $25 for the t-shirts. $28 for the long sleeves. DM me. Call me. Text me. Let me know your size. I'll collect that money, and I will have those to you by the end of this month. Guys, let us know what you want to hear on the next episode, what the next Crash and Pass segment is, and if you want us to get a call line. We love you, and we'll see you next week.